I think it's not review worthy at all. Why? There's nothing to it. Do you see me? Uh, do, you, do you see anyone going out with their tablet, taking huge photos, beautiful pictures? That's just weird. Uh, my well, it's not about the photos. I just don't see the purpose of the camera. And the display, yeah, it's nice, but what am I going to do? Write the same thing that every other uh, blog has done? It's got a beautiful display. So basically, you are you're outsourcing your review on other people. Because there's nothing that much to say. I want your perspective on you're a college student and you have an iPad. Okay, go. Don't buy a new one. That's my advice. Okay. I'm really, I'm, and I'm not trying to be, I, it's so bad that I'm, gonna re- I'm returning mine. Really? I, I don't see the purpose. I've got an iPad 2 sitting there and I'm like, hmm, is it really worth it? You can sell your iPad 2 for almost the same price. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they've got high resale value. Oh, really? You're telling me you're not going <laughs> to keep the iPad, th- um, the new iPad. Yeah, that's right. And uh, because you feel like the iPad 2 is not worth I mean, I think, okay, what iPad 2 do you have? 16 gigabyte Wi-Fi 3G. Okay. So, oh, Wi-Fi 3G. Right. And I have a Wi-Fi 4G iPad, new iPad. At the same 16 gig? 32 gigs. Oh, then you've got a hill to climb. Exactly. you got like a $300 hill to climb. Yeah. More than that. Like 400 yeah. is what I'm sort of gathering, guessing. So that's not worth it to you? Not really. Hmm. You I know, mean, have you one of my friends, I will, not, I will not name his name. Yeah, and he has an iPad, same friend. And he told me, yeah, I, I, I am not going to get the new iPad yet until Best Buy changes their stock out such that when you have an accident with your iPad 2, they have to give you an iPad 3, <laughs> which <clever>. supposedly <laughs> is a month. Really? So... If huh. you have an iPad 2 and you happen to buy an accidental coverage in a month, go ahead and take your iPad and, you know, just hit it against the corner I've of the table. I've always bash the heck out of one of those. So. Well, you can maybe do like a Will It Bland and be like, <laughs> here, I had an accident <laughs> with my iPad. But the long story short is that that guy is will pay an $80 premium for a new iPad, whereas for you, maybe it's not worth it. So you really don't. So the Retina display is... It's nice. Don't get me wrong. It's really nice. But it's not like, what? Amazing? Um... To be honest with you, it, it's pretty amazing. Like, I, I should have brought it so you could look at it. I mean, if you haven't looked at it yet. I have looked at it, and I... It's pretty cool with text. Yeah. It's fantastic with text. With images, I'm not... I mean, it's nice, but... It's, it's just going to depend, right? Here's right. here's a disruptive force into the market, and it's up to developers or whatnot to meet that force. And given that... So many iPads and so many Apple products have been sold. It would make sense that within the next month or two, most things will be Retina. Right. And I'm, updates are coming through daily on my iPad saying, hey, grab this for the Retina display. Right. Yeah. And you, what about like a game? Like that's the big deal a lot of people are saying. Mm, right now, the only game that I play, and you can all mock me and say, what kind of a technology guy are you? No, he rolls his eyes already. I play the FIFA soccer game. Okay. And uh, it's, it was nice on the iPad, too. It's still not retina ready, so it looks like crap. Pretty crappy. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, so this goes back to the original, original point and claim that I've always made is that the iPad is not about the device. It's about what's on it. Right, right. It's totally about what's the on it. The ecosystem. And the ship sinks if everything else is messed up, if even one part is not working, and a critical part being the apps themselves. Right. It's a screen. It's literally a glass. Mm-hmm. It's a piece of glass that's got a well-designed back that has some great features in it, but it's really about the apps. 
And without the apps, it's going to fail. And when the bro- when it's broken like this, people who are like, eh, maybe I'll show up the $400 are going to be like, no, I'll take it back. Much like the case of me. Okay. And well, it has a dead pixel. <laughs> yeah, uh, look at his face. <laughs> it's kind of like my MacBook Air with a little corner thing on it. Yeah, I can't, like... I'm waiting on Best Buy to get more stock because I bought it at Best Buy. So let me ask you this. Do you believe in the Windows 8 tablet? Mm, I probably won't buy one, but much like I've been accused of before, I'm a big fanboy, so I won't buy one for that reason, I guess. I think it's cool because it's a nice hybrid, so to speak. I think the Nokia one looks pretty slick. You would? Have you seen that one? I haven't, actually. Have you seen it? I mean, it's basically a huge 900. So, exactly. Makes sense. Well, but makes sense, right? I mean, okay, and you would like, like, people would like the iPad (laughs) because it looks like a big iPhone. That was the one criticism back in the day. Uh, True. And yet it's working. No, that's true. And the 800 and 900 are going to be the best-selling Windows phones. They are. I mean, the 800 already is. Right. And the 900, when it comes out, apparently bigger is better in the United States, much to my chagrin. Yeah, I'm not. I prefer the three and a half inch to three inch range. I am trying very hard to procure an 800. Hopefully, I'll have one. I don't want to know what it means when you say procure. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep quiet. It's weekly download episode number. Thirty-three. Thirty-three. I'm going with thirty-three. You're go not the, prepared at all. Let's go to the side. I have been racing around like crazy today. Thirty-three. Ah uh, uh, ha. And on the show, we've we've been gone for a week, so but I don't think there's been a whole lot. Nah, it's been relatively to slow say. A um, few things to talk about. Actually, there's been a lot of acquiring, a lot of movers and shakers right now in mm-hmm. the business world. Um, aside from you know Apple doing its thing, like they, I think they acquired one smaller company. Uh, I can't remember the name. This is bad reporting on my part. <laughs> But hey, check it out. They did record. They did. Uh, they did require somebody. So maybe you should check it out. Anyway, top notch journal. Top notch. <laughs> thanks. Okay, but okay, I need to take a break from Apple for a little while. I what? think there's been so much. I think there's been so much Apple, 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 Apple in our feed. In the news, it's just ridiculous. I'm like, okay. Good, like, the two things I posted over the past two weeks, I've been on vacation in a way, like, I haven't even opened my computer. We're literally, one of them was Apple, one of them was about flights. Oh, yeah. Is, I'm really, pr- like, this flight thing, we broke this before anyone else. And you may not, you may have realized <laughs> that or you may not have, but I was so proud of myself. <laughs> no, I, I, I noticed that, and it, it's really cool because... I am so glad for the content in that news story. So let's just talk about that first. All right. When did we talk about right this? I think I've done on this story. The day before it hit, it hit all the big tech blogs, which would have been March 18th. We Oh, you mean like we talked about this a long time ago? Yeah. I don't remember when, and I said that in the article that I couldn't remember when, but it was a podcast we talked about it. Okay. So for those of you who fly on planes and you're not John Madden, you... <laughs> Go on this plane and you have a 30 minute, eh, 15 to 20 minute video right. uh, window to not use your electronic devices. And I've been on 10 planes in the past week. And so, yeah, it, it does So suck, you've lost you about live. 200 yeah. minutes of, of, <laughs> yes. of action. Yes. Basically. So it's a big deal. Um, so the FAA, because apparently flights are lazy and don't want to do the research. The FAA is like, okay, quit your whining. We're we'll going to do care it, of it and actually look and see, is this a big deal? And quite honestly, I think that's the, I think it's the statements. 
outlandish. I think, of course, it should be the FAA because they make all their standards looking right. into this. So they're apparently going to do some research and look into the fact, is there is the electronic interference of a device being on enough to cause you know Any problems kind of, yeah, at a plane issues with the tele, with the communication thanks god but because you know we're gonna find no this guy's argument mm-hmm. in the article was hey stop freaking out it's 20 minutes it's just yeah. 20 minutes there and back so you can live with it but he's kind of right he's kind of right but like muster alec baldwin say say <laughs> Say you're in the groove, right, and you have this thought, and some uh, attendant's going to come up to you and be like, "Hey, you need to turn this off." Right. That's a little weird. No, it is. And and it's it just screws up your train of thought. You know, you're going to open your device. I mean, it, it's it's kind of one of those things that okay, like another example. Like I can totally see why you need to listen to the safety videos. Like that's the FAA right. thing. So you wouldn't want to be distracted because even if you're a but on your flyer, way down, it could change. But on your way down, yeah, what's the it's big deal? Silly, yeah, like I want to just listen to music and not hear babies crying. That's <laughs> pretty much it, that's pretty much the only only reason why I'm excited about this. Other than that, it's like okay, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Cool. Okay, um, we're skipping around a bit. We're reading, rereading our stories. It's been Top a while. Journalism. This is really great. Oh, okay. This is pretty cool. So, I guess we're going to Apple again. We're taking a break from Apple. I would really like to, but man, what the heck? I know. Well, we. I mean, we got like that is huge. I mean, I don't. Okay. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Huge? Guess who predicted that? I who, told you. Yeah, I, you're right. I told you. Okay, Apple decided to pay dividends and also buyback shares. Apparently, they're going to spend $45 billion on this buyback. But I'm no. telling you right now, it's not going to matter. The funniest part of all this is that through all of this, we figured out that most of Apple's money is in offshore accounts. Yeah. <laughs> $65 billion, <laughs> right? Yes, and obviously they can't get it back to the U.S. because of taxes. Well, I think I read something like that because they were begging for a tax holiday. I think Apple, Google, right, and a few others right. were begging for a one-day tax holiday so they could bring some of that Let's money back money into home. the U.S. Yeah. And what does it mean? Well, it means basically that all that money is going to Shenzhen, right. basically, and everything else in other parts of the world building their fancy Apple stores. But if you're an Apple shareholder, good news for you, you get a $2.65 dividend per share. Which, as the Wall Street Journal pointed out, is really nothing compared to what most of these places still shut down. It's still a decent amount, but it's nothing to write home about. So you're going to get a one-time payment of that, and they're offering to buy back some of the stock, um, which is very Tim Cookian. Very obvious. Like I said, if they're going to announce a conference call just on cash, it's likely that investors need to know. Yeah. Otherwise, it could have been anything else. It could have been like an acquirement or something, but you won't hear Apple talking about their acquirement plan to anybody. Right? So what else could it have been? So anyway, for those of you disappointed, just remember, you probably have been disappointed by a lot of other (laughs) Apple Apple announcements because they've all been very predictable and obvious. Case in point being the iPad. And the iPhone 4S. Anything else while Tim Cook's been in I was listening to Hypercritical, John Syracuse. And I loved this. Like, It was literally a 30-minute discussion on why the iPad is not 
the iPad 3. It's the new iPad. And the the chain, it's a very long, it was a very long discussion because as it turns out, Syracuse is also a car geek. So he said, you know, if you didn't know this, Chris, Acura is a Honda uh, brand. Honda, right. But when they first came out, when Honda first wanted to create a luxury car because a lot of other car most, lines yeah, have luxury cars, cars they created the Acura Legend was their first car. I didn't realize the Legend was the first one. So... When the legend came out, a lot of people said, you know, I had a legend, but they didn't say I had an Acura. So the Acura name wasn't really being, that bi- yeah, that, sh- you know, shot out to a lot of people. So when, you know, PR realized this, they completely reshaped it and have now since used TL, yeah. RSX, really what small have you. Little, yeah. But it puts a lot of emphasis on Acura. So when somebody says, what kind of car do you have? You're not going to say you have a TL, really. You're just going to say you have an Acura. Right. And if you have a Mercedes, unless you're a car geek, you know that the S class is probably better than the C class in terms of performance. Right. But normal person wouldn't care. And wouldn't say SL500 or, oh, I drive the compressor this. Or, well, maybe. Yeah. Unless, it depends on the audience. But right. the general audience of general cars is, I have a Mercedes. Oh, right. great. You have a Mercedes. Right? It's not about the number. It's not about what's after. Right, right. So... You know, if you if you buy that argument, if you buy like what the point of that was, then Apple is basically trying to equal the playing field and saying, well, you have an iPad. Yeah, it doesn't matter what brand it or what number it is. Or, exactly. Yeah. So and the and same your argument with the ecosystem, I mean, makes it even more true. Right. It doesn't matter what the device is. It's exactly. the ecosystem. The same the same thread can be said about the iPhone four. When the iPhone four S came out, people were like, oh, it's still an iPhone four. It has an S on it. Okay, right. I don't need to upgrade, even right. though it's it's apparently the best selling phone, like every other phone before it. But <laughs> and so on and so. Forth. But but the point is is that they were trying to equal. So okay, you know, well there you go. That's the explanation. Take it or leave it. Okay, uh, more on Apple would be this wonderful Mr. Daisy and the Apple factory. Oh yes, I was getting ready to mention that fiasco. Um, I first listened to the NPR podcast far before I think when it was it wasn't popular at that point. And we talked about it a fair amount right like right at the beginning of the of its popularity. Now, I enjoyed the pod. Did you listen to yeah, it? Yeah, I did. I okay. listening right so, after you we talked about it on the show. So, I enjoyed it because it was personable and it sounded pretty reliable. It sounded pretty true. I mean, there were some of the nitpicking claims that we'll later, we'll later discover were false. But the narrative, the whole, the overarching theme of here's China, here's what it's vaguely like, right. can still stand. And yet a lot of people are getting a little upset with Mike Daisy and the way he's basically fabricated a lot of the details. And basically if all the parts aren't true, then the whole truth isn't true. But in reality, it is still true. I mean, the, the theme is still true. It, the thing is, is what is truth? Like, what is what is truth? What is newsworthy? What is news versus not news? What is news versus theater? So Daisy argues that what he is doing is not news, it's theater, but he still thinks that it's truth. Right. So, you know, truth and news are necessarily equated, but theater and doesn't need to be equated with you sure. know, fiction or falsity. It could be completely true. Sure. And in this case, it's not completely true, but there are many aspects of what 
Mike Daisy's story about Shenzhen and factory life and China that can be seen as somewhat true. Mm-hmm. I mean, every device is made by hand. They do hire workers that are younger, like 16, on labor lines getting 164, you know, an right. hour or whatever. And that is the pinnacle of these people's careers. That's all true. And if you want if you want to boycott Apple for that, then okay. But if you're boycotting Apple because they haven't looked out for specifically underage, we're talking twelve to fourteen, or N hexane and all of those other details that were came out as false, then okay, you shouldn't, you know, right. you're you have a wrong basis. Um is this is Mike Daisy's story meant to really bring a call to action? I don't know. I don't think so. I think maybe it is something that's worth taking a second look the next time you go buy something, but it's not going to change buyer behavior. Oh, it certainly won't. Not. Yeah. The fact is, is that there is a reason why China is the way it is, and there's a reason why America is the way it is. And if you want to know about that, go ahead and read the I Apple I Economy stories in the New York Times to understand why the supply chain and why things the way they are, and then truly understand that there's really nothing you can do about it. Right. It's impossible. So I think the Mike Daisy story was a catalyst for the discussion, but it really goes back to what the New York Times did, and then it goes back to what Apple's really done in response. And so you can't really, you can't really dog on Apple, but you can get upset and annoyed at the China situation situation so that's my take on it anyway Hmm. um apple tv so the thing about apple tv is that we look we saw an update with apple tv as well so you had the ipad you know announcement but you also had oh by the way there's a new apple tv as well all it does is supports 1080p and there's a new software update which some people are saying it's not that awesome i didn't particularly like it that much um but the point is is that it's really just a way to say here's an apple tv we have this thing and they've always called it a hobby and this person who's who roku uh, the you know executive anthony wood has said well the reason they call it a a hobby is because they don't want to look like they've messed up so i looked at the story and thought to myself well it kind of reminds me of siri where it's basically kind of a hobby if you take the analogy a little further in the sense that Siri is in beta. So mm-hmm. if they mess up, it's not that big say, of a hey, deal. We're, in beta. we're yeah. in beta or we don't really you know, necessarily care about it. So it's a little different, though, because they've put it in their flagship you know, phone device, arguably right. the thing that's making them the most money right now. But I don't... I don't know if you can necessarily rag on Siri being a bad service if they're in beta and if it's just one of those things that's coming out. I just saw the parallel there, and I thought it would be worth pointing out. When you're selling that many devices, though, it's sort of like when Gmail is still in beta. There comes a point when you can't... Maybe it's still called a beta, but you can't treat it like a beta. Like, you have so many users using on Siri at this point that it's hard to if something screws up to just be like to the whole world, yeah, well... It's in beta. It's completely in beta. And like... Yeah, but why would you... I just don't understand. Like, I still think it was a foolish move for them to give it to every user that has the iPhone 4S because it's in such beta stages. Oh, so you would expect more of a Google wavy, Google 
plus slow rollout. Yeah, like where certain people could download it if they wanted to. Well, but then the problem with that is is that the iPhone 4S would have looked not appealing. Not appealing at all, right? So why sell it? I guess that's fair. So, but in terms of Siri, though, what a piece of junk. (laughs) I never use it. Yeah, I think we had this discussion a couple weeks ago. It really is terrible. For those of you who are thinking the iPad is worth it for dictation... Only if you're in like a good cell Fast phone area, right? You have LTE. Otherwise, you're kind of waiting a little while. I've had it wait even on the IU, the Indian University um, high-speed wireless network, which is pretty darn fast. And I've still had to sit there waiting on it to hang. And I'm sure it's not on IU's end of the spectrum that that I'm waiting. No, it's probably not. I mean, it's just a round trip time to Apple servers. So yeah. that's the and and for some reason because of all the load, which apparently they didn't expect, it's kind of hurting them. Right. And the problem with releasing a service that isn't fine-tuned, it's unreliable. So once I picked up Siri and had three or four bad occasions with it, I don't use it anymore. Yeah, just don't touch it anymore. It's there, and every time I touch it, the only time I do is when it's in my pocket and I hear doo-doo noise. <laughs> Other than that, It care. only comes on for me because I still have it uh, where if you raise the phone to the side of your head, it'll turn on. And all the time... Oh, I, I haven't just, turned that on. Oh, yeah. Well, watch this regularly i'm like i'll quickly like go to do something and it's just like that rat isn't gonna do it now (laughs) wow all right well your phone's junk there it was but it didn't make a noise i made a noise (laughs) oh okay just silent but yeah i i regularly like put it up to the side or something and then it comes on and asks if it can help me and i usually say good luck (laughs) interesting Hmm. yeah I wonder if that would make me use it more. I'll try it for a week and let you know. <laughs> Last thing. I, okay, there's a lot of other news. It's it's Apple stuff. I'm tired of it. The last thing that I would like to talk about here is the Zynga purchase. And the reason I want to talk about this is I'm just absolutely amazed at how this has all come to fruition. <laughs> have you played Draw Something? Mm, have you played no, this game? I have not. Okay. Strictly as a designer and as someone who is interested in why software, some software is better than others, I have only found one thing that Draw Something has done really well that other Pictionary, other games in general have not. And that's somehow figuring out this asynchronous play, but making it look like you're playing the game with them. Okay, so... You play Pictionary, right? And typically the Pictionary way of doing it on an iPhone is you draw and then it goes to the next person. They see what you draw. They've like the final product of what you've drawn. Sure. And then you respond and then the turn's over and then, okay, done, right? Mm -hmm. But this game, what they've done is you draw something and you send it to the next person and they see your recorded movements of you drawing it before it's done. And then when you guess, it's not an open-ended guess. There's like clues to kind of help you. I see. So it's super fast-paced in that way. And it's way more interactive. So I think that's why the biggest, why this application has done so well. To the point where apparently they have been making $250,000 a day on this application. Yikes. Are you kidding me? And as you me? said, that's after takes out, after Apple takes out the 30%. Yeah, that came from All Things D today. And I'm and so now Zynga's bought them. A lot of people are saying, oh, that's a tragedy. But I don't see why you would say that. I mean, because now they're going to include chat. They're going to include 
all sorts of features, all the features that, that Zynga has. draw some that OMG Pop just didn't have. Right. So, but I just I wanted to put this up here just because, as it turns out, they did nothing different but one thing, and it and that interactivity thing was what made all the difference. So, if you're an app developer and you're wondering like why you haven't hit it. The word of mouth thing with Facebook Connect obviously gave them the marketing they needed. Sure. And the the way the gameplay is so fast and is so easy to just draw like that, I mean, it was just incredible. So hmm. we should probably do like an app of the week. If I had to do app, this week's app of the week, <laughs> this week's actual app store download would be draw something. Anyway, okay. Short episode. Got nothing more to say. You got anything no, to I say? Think we're good. Wow, we're great. Yeah. Top notch Top recording. Notch <laughs> Thanks we for don't in. report. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see you next week.